Hello, my name is Marianne Marinas, and I'm going to talk to you today about passive income. Is it real or is it a myth? Well, it is real. The thing is, most people misunderstand what passive income is. They think that, you know, you put some money in or, you know, you do a little things here and there, and then the money just starts coming in. That's not passive income. I mean, it is, but it's a lot more than that. You actually have to put some time and effort into creating strategies that will produce income and wealth over time. And so I'm going to today talk about 10 different strategies for you to consider that would fit best for you to eventually build that passive income portfolio. So the goal is to stop trading your time for money and let the money work for you. So to tell you a little bit about myself, and so you can know who I am and why I'm talking to you about this today. My passion began with exploring different strategies to build that residual income that will help me to retire securely and comfortably. You know, there's ways we can retire, but you just don't know what the future holds. So if you can look now and plan now for your retirement and creating income streams that will replace your income and afford and you can afford your lifestyle, that is what I consider the ultimate goal of creating passive income streams. So I do have um, a background in real estate as well. I am a real estate professional and I help people with their homes, buying, selling, or purchasing investments. Um, but at the same time, I have a obsession, I guess, with creating passive income streams. So along the way, it's helped me to get more familiar with the online space, which is a great way to build um, passive income as well. But those aren't the only ways, and those take time to learn and a passion. There are ways to create passive income without having to do all of that. And we're going to go into that right now. And stick with me to the end because I do have a free giveaway. I'll send you the links on where to go to get it. So just a disclaimer here. Only invest in strategies that you understand and have, and have investigated for yourself. Everything that we do, you're putting your time and your money at risk. So you don't want to just put your money into something without understanding it. So take the time to learn it. Really take the time to um, read up on it before you go forward. But don't have analysis paralysis. You do have to take some action at some point. So there's always a risk with investing. But if you do your due diligence, you can minimize that risk. But starting now is better than never starting. And that is very true. So. Here we go. One thing you can do is start earning from what you're already using. Did you know that there are high yield savings accounts and high yield checking accounts? I didn't even know that existed. So I ended up researching which high yield checking accounts I can use. And I discovered a credit union. Now, of course, things are always changing. You know, what banks are offering, credit unions are offering are always changing. So I recommend you research what the best ones are out there now. But the one that I had in particular, if you use them, 
they would offer three percent um, return, and and that's pretty good considering you're using a checking account. And there are savings accounts right now that are offering one point eight percent, which is nice as well. So don't lose out on that money by using a checking account and savings account that you already are using. So do that research. Don't waste your time. Start moving your funds over into those banks and or credit unions that will reward you for using their services. So here's another one. And I do this all the time. Now, there's certain gurus out there that will say never own a credit card. Um, and I disagree with that. But at the same time, if you are not disciplined with your money, if you do not know how to pay back your credit card every single month, I do not recommend opening up a credit card just for rewards because it does take a discipline to use this as your debit card to pay for your daily expenses, your monthly bills, but you have to pay it back every single month. Bring that balance back down to zero in order to make the most of this strategy because what will happen is if you use a credit card to get those cash back rewards and then you're not paying it off every month you end up paying interest on that money that you've used and you're paying more interest than what you're going to earn from the credit card so then you're just losing so i don't recommend that if you cannot pay off your credit card every single month because some credit cards will offer you one percent cash back on all of your purchases up to two, three, four percent, depending on what you're purchasing. Um, I am actually a, a You Promise member, and they have a credit card as well that they have, depending on where you shop. And if you use their shopping portals, they'll give you rewards for that. Plus, they'll give you cash back rewards. So I kind of double dip, and um, but I see the money coming and building up over time. So by the end of the year, I probably make between $400 to $500 in cash back. And I don't do the other rewards like travel um, or anything like that or, you know, shopping. Just because that means you have to use those rewards in order to use them or you could potentially lose them with the cash. I just use that cash and reinvest it into something else <clears throat> or you can put it, take it out and put it in your savings account, which is a very great strategy. So again, look into those cashback rewards and I recommend using the cashback. You can search out like which ones give the most. There are some credit cards out there that you have to activate it every quarter in order to get the benefits. I don't think those are the best ones to use just because you have to remember to activate it. So I prefer the ones that consistently give at least 1% to 2% back on your purchases. Earn while you shop. Now, this is a great one. There's a lot of apps out there. There's um, shopping portals that you can go to. And if you use their portal, they'll give you some percentage back onto your, you know, bank account or where, however they give the money back to you for using their services. Some can be 10% or maybe even more than that. And some of these apps and rewards um, services will actually give you some money for referring other people to it. 
So, you know, that's another way to earn some money by telling your friends and family about these apps. So I do have some that I use pretty frequently, and I will have that on my recommended and resource page that I will get to in the end. All right. All right, here we go. So invest in a Roth or a traditional IRA. Now, you don't have to invest in a traditional IRA. You really have to know what fits best for you and your family and what you're allowed to invest in because there are different um, tools and type accounts out there. But if I were you or I would recommend initially looking into a Roth IRA. Now, you can only contribute so much per year, but the nice thing about the Roth is you invest in it. You put money into it every year after you've already paid the taxes. So when the time comes and you've already grown your money, you can withdraw it tax-free. Tax-free money after you hit um, the qualifying age. So, I recommend the Roth IRA if you're allowed to invest in that. There are some limits on to who can, you know, put their money into that. Even if you are employed at the moment and you have a, an employer retirement account, I do recommend putting your money into that as well because some of these employers will give you money back. They will match your money. Now, who loves free money? That is an easy way to get free money from your employer. Now, sometimes they'll say, you know, put 3%, 4%, 6%, and they'll give you like 60% for every dollar you invest. Um, I actually have used this strategy, and and I do have a an employer at the moment that gives me rewards. So we end up investing close to the same amount of money every single year towards my retirement. And then, based on, you know, what I choose to put that money towards, it can grow as well. So that is just extra free money that I did not have to work for. So, you know, there's some people out there that says don't do it, and there could be a valid reason to not do it if you are living paycheck to paycheck and you have, you know, absolutely no savings. You do need to have your uh, savings money put aside first, your emergency fund, and then start investing. But don't put it off too long because that is free money that you can get from all you're doing is putting money aside for your retirement. So just to give you an example, um, I have put in, say, a dollar. My employer put in a dollar because there was some profit sharing as well. And then with the earnings, I was able to earn another, you know, 10 to 20 cents off of those two dollars. So that's just kind of explaining how that works. Now, of course, with the markets always up and down, but there are certain ways to minimize your risk and to gain as much as possible if you can. All right. So what to put your money towards once you put it into the Roth? Okay, here we go. We have a dividend paying mutual funds, dividend paying stocks, and dividend or interest paying bonds. And what does that mean? It means that you have purchased a fund, a stock, or whatever, and they are giving you money back for your purchase. That's free money. So you have to research which ones are the best strategies, which ones fits best for you and your ultimate retirement goal. Um, if you can take on a little more risk or you can't take on any risk, 
but some of these options out here pay a consistent return to you into your account for just purchasing their um, stocks or funds. I have some that I like personally. I have a book that I would recommend for you to read, and I will have that in my resources page. If you want to be a little more hands-on and involved than investing in REITs, you can also purchase rental properties that can be residential, it can be commercial. The only thing with that is it does take an investment and knowledge and management. So, yes, it is passive, but it requires a little bit more on your part, a little more participation. But at the same time, it can build potentially a good amount of wealth. So I do recommend looking into it. It's just that it takes a little more specialized knowledge and risk because when you purchase rental properties, there is maintenance and management. So you have to pick the correct management. You have to know what your numbers are, what kind of cash flow you need in order to stay profitable. And also you have to just plan for the future for what your exit strategy on these rental properties. So if you, anytime you purchase a property or anytime you buy a business, anytime you make a decision, you have to think about your end goal first, which is kind of weird, but it's very true. If you purchase a property, you have to know your numbers to, um, and what I mean by numbers is how much do you have to purchase it at? How much equity do you need in the property? What can you rent it for? That's what I mean by your numbers. Because if you just purchase it, and you're thinking, because I bought it, I bought it cash or I bought it at this price and it's in a beautiful neighborhood or, you know, whatever you thought your criteria was, you might lose money. You might lose a lot of money. So think of your end goal before you even purchase. So that's how you think of rental properties. So you can also buy notes. And what is a note? It just means you're basically purchasing a Mm, like a debt, uh, in a sense. So if someone purchases a property and they have a loan on it from, say, a self-finance type property, owner finance type property, and they have a mortgage on that, maybe they, that the person that helps sell that property to the future owner, they don't want to hold on to that whole um, loan. You can purchase that and capture on the interest rate. So that's a nice way. But again, it's a specialized knowledge. I do recommend researching it um, before you make any decisions because there are always risks when you invest in um, products like this. And you can be a private lender. So earlier I had talked about your retirement account, Roth IRAs, traditional IRAs. Did you know that you can rent out that money to um, investors uh, or to someone that, that's looking to purchase? You can own or finance a property and you can be the loan, uh, you know, the person holding that loan in your retirement account. That is a special type of account. It's a self-directed retirement account. Or you could just take money that you have in your bank account or you know, there's also some other products. It's a little more advanced that you can use for lending out. Um, 
some type of insurance type products, but I won't even go there. <laughs> it's just that, that it's out there. People are, you know, teaching those strategies. I personally haven't done it yet myself, but um, just so you know that that is an option. You can rent, uh, loan out your money to business owners, to uh, investors that want to buy properties or maybe different things, but always have some type of collateral to secure that money you're lending out because, again, you're risking your money, your hard-earned saved money to help someone else out to potentially earn something back. So you need a way that if they default that you can get most of that money back or more if possible um, if they for some reason don't pay you. So you do want to secure that. Um, and really know what you're lending the money out for. If you don't understand the investment that you're investing in, if it's a rental property or whatever, uh, probably don't do it until you understand what it is you're lending out the money to, uh, money for. So if you don't know what the, what you're purchasing, what they're doing, don't do it. You're just going to lose your money because you need to be able to analyze the investment. All right, you can um, invest in a turnkey franchise. Um, now, you can purchase franchises. It can be low cost. It can be very high cost. Um, and sometimes you can take out a small business loan in order to purchase franchises. But research those franchises. If you're looking for a passive income, not like I'm going to buy this type of um, restaurant, but then I have to be there every day. So when you're picking your franchise, um, look at your investment, um, your own personal investment as far as how much money you have to put down, how much money you're going to be getting back for that money, um, and how much you have to be involved with your own personal time. Uh, if you're looking for passive income, you want to pick a business model that will allow you and afford you to hire a manager that can be there doing the work and supervising your business Versus you being physically present and running the business. Because at that point, it's not really passive. Um, that's my recommendation if you're looking for purchasing a business that will provide passive income. And um, depending on your goals, you can purchase more than one if once you learn the system, if you want to. Now, this one is a nice one. I haven't done it yet, but I would definitely like to explore it. Um, investing in a vending business. Um, you can get a phone charging station. There's some ice vending machines, ATM machines. If you're going to do a regular just vending machine that, I don't know, maybe ice cream or snacks, pick a very busy location. And there's laundromats. Laundromats are potentially really good, but it's a big investment. So if you're just looking for something that's not as expensive, that's easier to get into, maybe try one of these other options like the ATM machine, ice vending machine. ATM machines, not too many people use them anymore, so that would be a little bit challenging. For some of these um, options, you may be able to finance part of it or get a small loan or just fund it yourself. So these are worth exploring. They could potentially be a good way to get uh, your own business going for a lower cost, and some are a little more expensive. You just have to look at what's your return. If you invest 
how long is it going to take you to get that money back? How much work is involved to get that money back? And um, so that's, you know, sometimes some investments just aren't a good deal. Just because it's an investment doesn't mean it's a good deal. You need to look at how much work is involved, how much money you're going to earn from it, and could that money that you're potentially going to put into something earn more if it's put somewhere else. So those are like just some more things to think about. And, you know, this to give an overall concept, but just to know this is the beginning. Then you learn more before you take some action, but don't take too long to take action. All right. So this one here, I'm sure is a lot of people's favorite, which is starting or buying an online business. Now, I don't recommend buying an online business if you don't know what you're doing. So you have to know the business model before you purchase, because with online, everything changes. Um, and it can change quickly. So you have to know what you're buying. Um, but it could be a, w- a good way to get in and purchase something that's already producing money without having to wait to try and figure out how to create it on your own. Um, one thing you could buy right away is probably like an Amazon uh, business or a niche website that's already producing some income. Or something like that. So those are some examples of what you can buy right away. But you can also, you know, create it yourself. Uh, like affiliate marketing, which means you are promoting a certain product or company and you're earning a commission off of every person that purchases or uses their service. Um, you can create an agency helping business owners to produce more income for themselves or help them with marketing or lead generation, whatever other business owners need help with, you are the agency that is creating a solution for these other business owners. Um, You can create and sell online courses. You can create membership websites. Um, That could be different things. It could also be a subscription website. Um, So there's a lot of options there. Direct sales marketing is what some people in some industries, it's like a network marketing. That just means that you find a product or it doesn't even have to be network marketing. It can be your own, your own product. It just means that you are finding an environment for these products. E-commerce, you can have a drop shipping website. You can have a um, print on demand or You know, there's a lot of different options there. It it does take specialized knowledge. Everything in the online space takes specialized knowledge and research or finding the right team that can help you be successful. So that's another strategy. If you don't want to be a one-person business and you want to get other people and outsource, um, that is a way to go. But once you get up and going, you can see residual and passive income. Lead generation. So lead generation is one that I personally do. Um, it's a, I enjoy it. Basically, you help business owners find more business for them. So you are helping them, but you are earning some money for every um, time you're able to bring them new business. So that is a great strategy. You just have to stay on top of what's working and change your strategy um, if it's not working. So That is one I particularly like, um, but these other options are great as well. You just have to pick what you like and um, stick with it, learn it, master it, don't give up. 
because most of the time people give up. You have to just, you know, you're going to change. You're going to, you know, do what a lot of us do, <clears throat> look at a, do a lot of different options and try this strategy, try this strategy. And you might try one and you stick with it and then you're like, oh, gosh, I can't stand this. And then you change it up and that's OK. But don't give up. So online business. I love it. It is the way to go. Renting out your assets. So say you have a room in your house or you have a outside um, little, little like a big yard. You can rent out your yard for people to have parties or you can put a little tiny house on the back and rent that out. That is another way to produce passive income. You can rent out your car. Um, there's some companies out there that will kind of like a kind of like an Airbnb, but it's for your car. And you can put your car out there for rent. If you have one that's just sitting there and it's collecting dust, why not? Renting out tools or equipment. You know, some people just need to um, work on a small project, but they don't want to spend the money on big, expensive equipment. Rent it out. Let people know you have it. Hey, look, I'll let you borrow it. You know, just give me 20 bucks, you know, something or, you know, whatever the going rate is for that particular tool or equipment. Or maybe you even have like, decor like Christmas decorations or something and people don't want to store all that maybe you can rent that out you know that's that's another option these are passive income strategies that you can do um, that requires little effort on your own part so here we go this is definitely not the last strategy but this is another one you can partner in a deal or a business you can partner in different ways you can lend out money uh, again, that's being the private lender, know a little bit about what you're investing in so that you know if it's a good deal or not, if it's a worthwhile investment, or you can leverage your knowledge and skills to partner with others. So maybe you meet people that have a lot of money, but they don't have the time to to invest or to, to put to create a business and you have your specialized skill or knowledge. So you work with them to uh, create the business. And there you go. But make sure whatever you do, look at how much you have to commit your time to. If you're committing 40 to 50, 60 hours a week, then it's not really passive income. That's a job. Um, and, the, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that, because say you commit 40 hours a week for two, three, four years, and then you're producing your retirement income in um, for the next four to five to 10 years, then it's worthwhile. Then that is true passive income. So there's nothing wrong with working hard to get to your end goal, as long as your end goal is creating that residual passive income. So you have to think about that. Now, these are just the overall um, 10 ways, but there are a lot more ways than that, more detailed, more specific. I'd love to be that person to help guide you to building this portfolio for you so that at some point you can retire comfortably knowing that you're going to have money coming in and you have the knowledge and the skills to reproduce it. If something um, happens along the way, you can have another um, source to kind of fill in the gaps. So this is a long term journey. This is not a short term journey. Um, and retirement doesn't mean you have to retire in four or five years. No, it can mean you retire in 20, 30 years. But the goal is to have that money to come in to replace your nine to five or your, you know, your job. Um, and there's nothing wrong with having a job and doing this at the same time. You do not have to leave your job to create these passive incomes. This is a retirement goal and a retirement strategy. So 
If you want a free blueprint on building a passive income portfolio for early retirement, check out this page right here, PassiveIncomeStrategist.com forward slash free blueprint to get your um, free blueprint. And for recommended books and resources, go to PassiveIncomeStrategist.com recommended books. And follow me on the Passive Income Strategist uh, YouTube channel or my personal um, page, and I will send those links. So thank you. I enjoy spending this time with you, and I would love to hear your feedback. If you enjoyed this video, reach out to me on Facebook, and I look forward to getting to know you better. All right. Thank you.